fresh take on the issues, a brand new podcast featuring a mother and son duo, Heather and Andrew. I'm saying that I don't think that after the I don't, I don't think that even though you identify as a female, you shouldn't be boxing these females. Uh, he cracked her skull open. And but does that happen a lot anyways in boxing? Oh, I don't oh know. yeah. Oh, I mean not so, cracking skulls open, but this 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 new transgender thing that's happening. There's so many so males. This like, this person literally went the, the 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 champion of the female wrestling. He had transgender surgery so he could do it. Just so he could do it, and he, he made more money. He had his dick cut. No, no, he, no, no. He identifies as a female, so that's why he gets to do it. He had he, he, he didn't have the surgery. He took all the the medication the and stuff. Yeah. yeah, he went in there and just dominated everybody. His name's like Star Fox or something. He just beat up everybody and won tons of money. And he so only about, did like, it. Okay, in this story though, how about this? How about a woman who I even know somebody who's doing this right now loads up on like illegal testosterone mm-hmm. so she could have an advantage over the females exactly right so why is that. that illegal in the sports world but just because he identifies with the, as being a male because it's female. who we are now it's because he wants to be a girl that. no that's it that that's exactly what it is i don't have to do therapy we're so people. we're so open to this new transgender thing that Think, I don't even think people are open. I think oh, that they're yeah. so worried about. I think there, it, it's become like I don't even know how like a fad almost. Like you're cool and you're great. Like if you think it's okay for a man to identify as a woman, that's why a lot of people who, open that's why people in, who in, don't in agree with ring, it don't say anything because but, we get bashed. Right, but for, for being if that was on for the being street, bigoted. But if that was on the street and he did it to a woman, yeah. People would, would be like, you better like, fucking arrest him. He right. didn't beat that bitch up, right? Right. How's but, that any different? But the far left is so, is so we love everybody. You can do whatever you want. They don't care. Well, I do love everybody. No, no, but, but when I'm I'm saying, you're, not, you're not far left. There's, no. there's The far left are socialists. And the far right, the, the far left and the far right are the same fucking people. There they, are some things in they are the, They're all Nazis. Like, legitimately, the Nazi party was a far left socialistic party. It, but they're... I'd be okay with a elements of so- socialism like only one in particular and that would be being able to go to college for free oh no that's that's good but you can't <laughs> i mean if you could take a bunch like even con- on communism has great perks but oh it's my just God, absolutely it just it, it it only works with a dictator and it just it doesn't work because they're well it only works for majority of like communism only works really for educated white people well no what about it? What about North Korea? There's no white people there. Oh, that's a bad situation. And in Russia, 
I mean, those aren't no, those aren't for, those but, are checks. But though, for in North Korea, this is which with North Korea drew. Think of it this way, because there's no white people, so you're gonna look at the highly educated Asians that right, live yeah. there. So it works well, they're all well North for Koreans. them, right? But it works well for them. The right. highly educated because they don't mix North Koreans exactly. So it communism it, works for us for one group of people, subset of group, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's there's literally no. Socialism doesn't work. Democracy, democracy has never worked. It's always failed. There's not. Well, look at Venezuela. It, democracy is going to fail everywhere. There's not. I can't think of one country that's actually succeeded with democracy. Uh, Denmark. Den- Denmark is more socialism though. Yeah, but they. They also don't have anybody. Okay, it's a lot easier when you have five people compared to three hundred and twenty. I want to move. Denmark, they do reassignment surgery, but they do amazing um, <laughs> therapy. With Their it, prisons though. are also weird. No, you their get, prisons, get, their prisons mo- are apartments. Have you seen that movie? What movie? On Netflix about the prisons in Denmark. Is it the one that's a? It's a, literally uh, he's got a PlayStation and a kitchen and a and living they room. Cook, and yeah. the re- the recidivism rate is like two percent there. Yeah. And well, I mean, we have a problem with our prisons anyway. That's crazy though. Recidivism. But rate we also 2%. throw people in jail for literally the dumbest things. Or we don't throw them in jail. Or we don't. We right. We don't. Yeah. But the recidivism rate in, in like, those countries are, like, 2%. Like, we need to... But th- their population is so low, though, that... Yeah, oh, but also, crime they, rate, though, is crime Their rate. crime rate's low, too, because everyone has a gun. Well, you're looking at population versus, like, crime... Like, so I can tell you, like, statistic-wise, Jefferson County now has the highest rate of domestic violence in New York State, which right. is really scary, which people are, like... Well, that's I, because that's of terrible. Fort Rome with all the drunks. <laughs> Fort, well, Fort Drum's number eight on the 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 drunkest part of the U.S. But they're looking at it per capita. <laughs> per Watertown is so. But they're looking at it per capita. You know right. what I mean? Per capita. So that always changes. Uh, it skews it right or left. It's not, it's not symmetric. Okay. Right. It just skews it right or left. Yeah. What do you want to fight about next? Uh, guns, gun rights. Oh. Here's my view on guns. If you think that you need to carry around a semi-automatic, you need to reevaluate your what's your a, guns. What's are. a semi-automatic? I don't know something that to me, but I don't know a lot about guns. Right. So, and I'm all, but I'm also from Detroit, so I have really a different view of guns so, than like some So, so do here. gun laws then? What? I don't know much about gun laws because, from what I'll say, the strictest places with gun laws are Democrats, and they also have the highest murder rate. Uh, uh, Chicago, for example. Uh, actually, I just I got I something about so this. Right this is but uh, what about those Nordic countries? I, I don't remember if it's Sweden or if it's uh, Denmark, but everybody has uh, everybody's required to go through a gun training, and uh, they everyone there has a gun, and they don't have like any crime. And that's basically sucked up. But um, hold on, I, there's this thing. It's really it's kind of funny because what they say is they blame cold weather for for um, again. Things, does that mean it, it, but okay, so this is Chicago versus Houston, right? So Chicago has 2.7 million and uh, Houston has 2.15. The median household income is literally about 37 to 38,000 for both places, so it's not very far off. <coughs> um, African American Chicago is 38, uh, 24 in Texas, Hispanic 29 in Chicago, 44 in Texas, Asian 5.5 to 6, and uh, non Hispanic or white is 28 to 26. Concealed carry in Chicago? No. Texas? Yes. Number of gun stores in Chicago? There's none. Have you been to Chicago? Yeah, I've, I've, I got pulled over in Chicago for being Mexican. Right. So do you know like the climate there's different than like what do you mean by African American? Do you mean do you mean uh, economic climate or or uh, or climate or or uh, 
like a what I mean social. Okay, so what I mean is from a social economic standpoint, um, Chicago is very poor. Well, but the median is the same. But that's why I'm talking about this because the median but there's a difference in Houston. Between, how can I say this appropriately? There is a difference between being an African American living in a housing unit your entire life poor and living in a trailer in Texas poor. Well, this is Houston, Texas. There's no trailers there. Okay. I've been to Houston. There, it's, there's it's, a difference. Houston and, and Chicago are both big cities. But what this is saying is that in the number I've, of gun I've never stores. Been to Houston. Oh, well, I mean, I I've, been, I've been everywhere just because that was truck driving. But the number of gun stores in Chicago, there's, there's none. In Houston, there's 184 dedicated gun stores, plus 1,500s, including, like, Walmart and Kmart and stuff. The homicides in Chicago, 1,800 in 2012. And you think the answer is guns? In in Houston, it was 207. Wait, so I... I and the homicides wanna... per 100,000 people, so per, you know, capita, capita is 38.4 in, uh, in, in, in Chicago and 9.6 in Houston. I think the problem is... Is, is the gun laws are too... This is the, the same thing with people who bring up abortion saying, oh, if you outlaw, if you make abortion illegal, they're still going to do it. That's not even what I think, Drew. What? About the... Uh, the about, oh, no, but what I'm saying yeah. is... And they will do it. They, women no, no, absolutely. But the thing with Chicago... They'll do it in their houses is, is, like, nobody there talks about guns. Like, there's no... Like, they don't talk about it at all. They're just like, oh, yeah, no, they're illegal. They don't have no gun stores. They have no firing ranges for people to go and, like, learn about these things and learn about, like, trigger discipline. they can afford to go do that? I think if you if you, they can do it in Houston, they can do it in Chicago. The, the social climates there are very similar. Did you say we're going to rooms today? <coughs> you need to get ready for bed. Go have a snack and then you go The poverty rate's actually higher in Houston. Oh, Drew. I don't know. I think this this right here will just be a difference in education levels. And about basically just education level. I think that I agree. I think it's basic education on guns. And yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, whether you like this is what I'm talking about with one of those Nordic countries, everyone there has a gun education. They're taught how to fire a gun. They also have the same kind of education. They they have a a standard, just like France, they have a standardized education system. Right. But what I'm saying is. In Chicago, they you can't buy a gun there. So these like you, you. So you think I just want to be clear. You think that the answer is guns. I think not shaming guns and acting like they don't exist, okay. which is what Chicago tries to do, is a problem. Okay. So what about? I just want you to think about this for a minute, okay? What about? Just looking at the violence that's going on there. In Chicago? Yeah, don't don't think about owning a gun, though, okay? Think about the violence that's going on there. Okay. Like, I think, I don't know what their murder rate per day is there, but it is... Well, per capita, it's 38. It's fucking crazy, right? Okay, so what about only at this point? Don't think about guns right now. Think about finding out what's causing people to shoot each other in Chicago. Your gang? What causes gangs? Poverty, which, but what I'm saying is okay, that... Right, I'm not talking about guns, though, Drew. How about if we, as a society, I don't care if people have guns. Oh, I don't, no, that's fine, I don't then, care. If, if not guns, but the poverty rate in, in Houston is still higher, and the crime rate's way lower. And the only thing that you can think of that's different between those two states 
is people owning guns. No, I think it's Chicago pretending that guns aren't a thing. That's and why you think people are... The gun laws in Chicago in are Chicago. insanely strict. It, it. I think if you tell people they can't have something, they're going to go out and get it. I think that's that's one of the problems. Because if you look at any place where they have more murders... It's all in Democrat. It's all in Democrat states where they have strict gun laws. I don't care about that because I'm a humanist, and what I can tell you is, when I see a situation like that, I don't think about how to arm more people. I try to think about why they are arming and shooting each other. I don't really care if they can legally own a gun, or go purchase a gun, or can go to a firing range. That's not what why these people are shooting each other. Then, then why are they shooting each other in Chicago and not Houston? It's a completely different social economic environment. But they're Whether the very, social very okay. similar. Sure they are. Sure. When you're looking at wages and that kind of thing. But you, you can't take out the fact of history. The people who live in Chicago in these inner cities, which I've actually been to the projects there, which is probably the most horrific thing I've ever seen. Detroit, Herman Gardens in Detroit cannot touch this place. You cannot ignore, like, I guess I don't understand, like, I understand people think, oh, if we have more guns, people protect themselves. That's not what's happening here. It has, they're not protecting themselves from one another. They're literally going out and targeting people. Yeah, these are people who aren't legal gun owners, though. I don't even care Which, about which is, that. that's what I'm talking about, though. What I'm saying is, people... And they're not shooting, they're not shooting, they're not going into the suburbs like Schaumburg outside of Chicago and shooting up people. Well, no, it's because the gangs aren't there. Right. They're fighting over turf. So, what would be the solution? To have those gang members go to... It's the same thing they did in Flint. (laughs) I guess I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, the same thing they did in Flint. Where they have... Uh, Flint is a shit show. Yeah, but they have less gangs now because they have something... Because they've been driven out and they're in, the fucking, they're in the, fucking Chicago. They're, arrest, they they're arrested to. because they have, they have their own police department dedicated to gang prevention and they arrest all the gang members. Chicago doesn't do that. Chicago does have a gang unit. They don't, they don't do it like nearly... They don't. They know where the gangs are. They, they know their corners. They don't go there because they're okay. afraid of shootouts. So they put them in jail and then when they get to jail, what happens to them? They still stay in the gangs. And how are you, uh, how are you rehabilitating that offender? I mean, whether you like to admit it or not, there's people who are aren't going to be rehabilitated. And how how can you tell the difference? Is there's no there's no way to tell the difference. There there's someone can some people can put on no a very good show. No one is ever going to be rehabilitated in the prison system that we have here. Oh in no no no! America. I agree, but I'd rather have At someone. All. I'd rather have someone be in jail than out shooting people. So you're going to take all the people. In Chicago, basically, that live in the projects, because that's 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 where these people live. They live in the projects. Right. You're gonna take all those people and put them to jail. If they're committing crimes, yeah. Without trying to address the situation that got them to where they're why why they're committing crimes. I mean, it, it, it's a it's a community thing that has to happen, and it's not. The every time someone like Nip, Nipsey Hussle when he got shot, he was he was trying to fix stuff in uh, in L. A. and he got shot for it. I mean, they don't care. Okay. Like, I'd rather, yes, I would rather have somebody in jail than out on the street shooting people. But for And I'm not worried about their 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 rehabilitation. I'm really not. If you're out killing someone, I don't care what happens to you. Yeah. I really don't. 
I don't care. I believe in the death penalty. Absolutely. If you're shooting somebody, I think pedophiles should get the... Uh, uh, ped- yeah, pedophiles should should be... Uh, but that pedophile has been molested. It doesn't, it doesn't make it better that he that he touched somebody. If he touched... If, if, that's why... Okay. If, if I have a kid, if I have like a, a daughter or a son, and somebody touched them inappropriately, I don't care what's happened to them in the past. That they they what they've done is unexcusable. I believe that's, everyone as a parent that is an absolutely appropriate. I believe that everybody is in charge of their own actions. So you don't think you think that everybody is in charge of their own actions no matter what no matter how they were raised and where they grew up. I grew up with that and I don't hit people. I've seen him hit people. I've seen him in, in, in Walmart. Someone flipped Jade off, and he went and knocked their hat off, punched them in the face. I don't do that. When he, when, when someone tries to cut him off, I don't sit there and stomp. This happened in Watertown. I don't sit there and stomp the brakes in the middle of the intersection, roll down the window, flip them off, start yelling at him. Because just because I've seen it and I've been, I've lived with it, I'm not going to do it. Because I have that choice not to do the sure things that do. I've brought, been yeah. brought up in and the things that I've experienced. Right, but let's say that you are. And I just want you to consider this. I'm not saying that you have to believe it. But let's say that all those things happen that you just said. Right. Right? And you're a little boy. And you live in an apartment complex where not only your parents are doing that, but every single person around you is doing that. Every single day. Every single day. You walk to school and your only concern is about not getting shot. You go to school, you're not getting an education because everyone around you is basically acting like what you just described. You don't think that that person, you think that person has just as much ability to choose the right way as what you did? I think everyone makes their future for themselves. I And there's there's tons of people who get out of the ghetto. Sure. Tons of people. But, there's also people who don't want to leave the ghetto. Sure, and, and there's it's communal. That's right. why. Yeah, yeah. And That's they're making the choice to stay there, sure, it's right? Their and it's yeah, it's the same. It's it, I I get that, but what I'm saying is that you have the choice. You you decide your own actions. I can tell no you, no one that decides them for you. I have never met somebody who hasn't risen up from a really, and I think of Al Al Amiz. I don't know one single person who's risen up from the most deplorable conditions and the most horrible behaviors that their life in their own life. Drug addiction, stealing, robbery. I can't think of one person, and I've heard a lot of stories from people who have been in recovery and have changed their lives. I don't know one person who didn't have somebody, a mentor, that assisted in changing that life. Yeah, people. Those, some some the, people can change. Sure, but they need Not someone everybody. to help them. I don't know, because there's people in prison who do get help, and, and a lot of them go with the most, – most people get help in prison – isn't through is is mostly through the churches that do services in there. They get back out and they do the same thing because they're reintroduced to the exact same environment. Right. They don't leave. You're right. That's and their they family. have right, right, and that's fine. But then, no, knowing that that's where they're going, they should they should already know what could happen. I think that as a white a white woman who has never been to prison yet, I have no idea what it's like to have a a brother or a sister or close friends or family members who are living in the inner streets of Chicago and I'm thrown in jail and then I'm worrying about their safety. I don't know what that's like. I don't know if I I wouldn't, even though I am smart, 
I don't know that I wouldn't return there to make you make sure that they're that they're safe and that they're right. okay. I don't know that I wouldn't. You know what I mean? I've so I've lived in places that weren't the best. Like in Colorado Springs, it was not great. Roseman, it was in California and in Tracy, not great. I have but friends not, that you have to admit they're not the same as living in the ghetto of Chicago. No, but there's still people. There's still like sixteen year olds going out stabbing each other and shooting each other and getting their sure, rat tails that's for their terrible, but that's for their the for their cartels for the Serenos. And I and I. And it's I, bad, sure. And that, those are the areas. Like, the east side of, of Roseman, once you pass the bridge, it is the ghetto. There's people, I mean, they're they're sitting on the street, they're just jumping people. It's, it's what happens. You know where the term ghetto comes from, at least, though? From the, from the Jews, yeah. Okay, good. Right, but... You can use it now. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I know people who've been in those situations. I've known people who, who went to jail for for gang activity. I mean, when I was in when I was in Roseman, I joined it, or Tracy, I joined, a, like, a a high school gang for a little bit because I mean it was it was cool it was like 30 of us right but and and some of those guys I know have gone to jail but I didn't I didn't make I didn't make the choice when I moved to like get back into that same thing I was doing there these guys and I know some of them who also have moved and I had the choice to get back in that stuff when I went to Colorado there was tons of gangs running around I didn't join them I think that's great that you had enough strength and ability to make that decision I just hope at some point in your life that the more people you encounter, that you'll realize that not everybody has that same dynamic. I don't know. I still, I, like, even, opinion, you can't really change people's opinions. It's just the, I, realizing that you have no, to accept it. No, I think you it. can, though. Like, I, I know a lot of my opinions. Holy crap, my opinions have changed. I think, I think opinions change based on experience. Sure, yeah. I don't think that you can sit, like, it's like, I don't think you can change the way somebody is. By force you have they have to be able to do it no. by themselves so when you have like conversations with people the goal should never be oh i'm going to change your opinion it should just be to express theirs and express yours and I, I think the biggest problem with debates now is people don't realize that they're trying to tell the other person like why they're wrong and it, it, this situation here is i'm i'm what i'm saying is we have different opinions and and whether we want to say it or not, neither of us are right because there's no oh, there's no right. there's no facts based on opinions. Like opinions are well, there are, are facts, facts based on homeless people and right. fucking people living in the ghetto, <clears throat> right? But there's social economic status and lack of but education. opinions aren't facts. And not, you, even when you facts. back them up with facts, they're still not. I mean, people people who say Milo Yiannopoulos, right? He's he's you know him. He's he's a douchebag. He says that. Black people are the problem in America because even though they make up 22% of the population, or no, what is it, 15% of the population, they make up over 50% of the homicides, just because it's a fact doesn't make it okay to say. It doesn't make it okay for you to, like, base your your overall opinion on a group of people because of statistics. That's what I was saying about you with white men earlier, saying, like, oh, this number of people are doing it. That's why I was saying, like, even, I don't care how big the number is, you can't genderize, like, what is it, Uh, generalize a group of people. Honestly, though, Drew, even though there's facts to back right. it up, that's why I was saying statistics you can be very though, dangerous. Oh my god, though, come on, man. Psychologically, I can tell you, like, like why, why do you think that when there's like a murder or something, like a a murder script, like oh, it's a fucking twenty five year old boy or whatever, white boy, because there are we. Oh, you mean like school, like shootings, like mass shootings? Right. Oh, oh yeah. Well, people. that's because the, the the those are the only ones that are put on the media. That it is, it is completely true. There was okay, a shooting two weeks ago in a church where a okay. black guy went in church and shot right, anybody. It wasn't on the news. Black crime. That's no, no, no. It was a white too. church. It was a white church. Well, they probably deserve it. He right, but that right there is not okay to say. 
that'd be like me saying, oh, those 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 middle and high schoolers deserve to get shot the other day. That's I'm not just a, saying that. But what I'm but it's rarely African like it's only rare because you don't hear about it. And if no, it's oh no, no, oh, no, I promise you. And most of these mass shootings that are reported aren't even shootings. Like there was a mass shooting reported at a school because the fi- the the guard's gun went off in an empty hallway, and uh, it was reported as a mass shooting. I, I don't really care about that. I care about the fact that kids have to be afraid to go to school. But what I'm saying is, it, it, it's not. It, it's everybody. There's no. There's no one set of people who are the problem. Then how do we profile people? You shouldn't profile but people. How, how do you psychologically profile people? I, you shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. I don't think profiling's okay. You don't think that I should psychologically profile people. If I'm, if I, What do you mean by that? Okay, let's say, like, I take a job at Watertown Police Department, which could happen, right? As a psychological profile. Go to bed, Zoe. And I take this job. And my job is to literally tell them, they're like, well, we got a mass crime spree going on. Um, some guy keeps keeps breaking into houses and covering women with pillows and raping shit out of them, taking their underwear. These are all important cues, by the way in their underwear, and not leaving any DNA. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't racially, pro- I, I shouldn't profile that person. Based on what? On on their behavior. Are you, are you basing it on identical cases, what I, or? What I'm basing it on. So what I've been taught to do is I know that there are certain, not always true, but to give some, to give law enforcement an idea of what to look for. I know that they're specific, no matter whether people want to like it or not like it. There are specific crimes that African American males of a certain age group commit, certain um, crimes that women of a certain age group commit. Certain when I when I mean profiling, right, I mean like profiling. someone. I mean like someone getting pulled over because of their skin color. That's what I mean by profiling. So it's not much different. <laughs> So then that's okay too. It then. kind of really isn't much different. But I, is I guess, that okay? Well, I have to do it. You you would pull someone over because they're black. No, no, no. That's not that, what I'm That's saying, what I'm talking though. about. It's it's that's profiling. It's the same kind of theory though. Police officers are trained in thinking that people of color, not just African Americans, are more apt to commit crimes. Because statistically, robberies, um, shootings, like black on, especially black on black crime is... Capital murder. I think capital murder. Nobody. <laughs> it's committed by <laughs> African Americans. So it, in a sense, it is kind of like racially profiling people. It's just that. But that's racist to, now. Sure. Like I literally have the cushion of psychology to do it, though. I know that because the panties were stolen, and there was no DNA evidence, automatically, I'm assuming because of what psychology has taught me, is that this will be a white male between the ages of. 30 and 45, probably. If the paintings weren't stolen, there was DNA everywhere, and there was forced entry, like where you could physically see the forced entry, my mind would automatically go to somebody who was either Hispanic or black. So see, it's kind of the same thing. I don't know, I'd be very careful with that. (laughs) using it for good. But it is, though. But it's the same kind of mentality that makes police officers pull over an African-American as opposed to a white person. Same kind of thing. Yeah, I just think profiling is not okay. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Well, I think that... If, Even if it's... I mean... It, I, it I can see the justification for it in that sense. 
And it does. It but does profiling work. overall is not okay. I mean, I... <laughs> well, not just to do it, like, liaison on fait. Right. But, like, to commit, to, like, catch somebody who's committed a crime. And <laughs> are psychologists wrong? Heck yeah. Forensic psychologists, heck yeah, they're wrong sometimes. Right. But generally, there, there's... Human behavior is so predictable, which makes things so easy. And that's one of the reasons why that you can do it. Right. There's all... Certain behaviors always usually fit into a certain kind of category. Right. You're not going to find an African-American male who is a serial rapist or a majority of the time. You're not going to find an African-American male who is a serial rapist. Because they're going to get caught the first time. A serial rapist or serial murderer. It's right. very rare. Well, what I'm saying with, with now, the media is portraying mass shootings as only white people when it's not true. And what they're also doing... Is if if the suspect in a certain thing, if it's so CNN did this a couple weeks ago. This uh, they were at a mall. I think it was the Mall of America. And it was like this four year old white kid. He was sitting. He was next to like the, the oh top thing God, where he that. he threw him off the yeah. edge. And when they asked why, he said it was because he was white. The 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 media says a uh, stranger accidentally knocks off boy from the tower because they didn't want to say black man threw a white kid off the thing for being white. And that's one of the biggest problems now with media. I guess media And that's why when people so say, like, fake news, like, I get it's funny because a lot of time it's fucking in, it's a fucking idiot saying it. Yeah. But there's a lot of fucking fake news on both sides. Fox For News me, is fucking like, idiots. CNN's just, fucking like, idiots. We just think differently, you and I do. I don't really care about that kind of shit. <coughs> but, what, I, what I care But is that about, headline okay? Oh, of course Where not. they're like, oh, a stranger accidentally knocked a boy off the thing and they he say fell and a, died. A white... A white they, they would definitely say white male white male pushes black child no, off thing. Oh male. no, they would definitely do it. Fox News wouldn't, CNN would. White man pushes black child. Yeah, they would definitely do that. C CNN would run that. Fox News wouldn't. ABC would just say a person pushed somebody. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I don't really care. I only care about human behavior. But honestly, I don't really give a shit why what when someone does something. I don't really care. I just want to know why they did it and how to get people to not do it anymore. Like that's your difference, sure, in mentality, oh, yeah. which makes this debate so interesting. That's why I'm, I, I'm humanistic. Like you're like white men are shooting up bunch of schools. Oh no, shit. they are, but it's okay, not but, just white men. Is right, what I'm saying because okay. I, I I'm not gonna say, like the same like I don't when, even care about that though. Like I don't care that they're white i don't care about that what i care about is why are boys doing that well i think you you do care that they're white well i think you do care that they're that white they're males white? doing it because well, you have this I'm thing where you hate care? white males no i don't i think so no. and, and what like this is this is what i'm talking about people don't realize their biases but sitting here listening to you i think you do have a bias against white males every the same thing with i'm sure you could find out sure, that I, like figure that i have biases me, against things yeah. yeah like for me every bad thing that's ever happened to me has been I think it's a cause of a white man. That's right, right, opinion. and that's that, that's fine for you to think that, and it creates a bias. But to to not recognize your own biases is is, is a problem, and that's why and I that's think... true though too. Because I would be more, and this is like so opposite of what people are generally. If I got onto an elevator and there was a black man in there, I would probably be like. You would feel more safe than if there was a white male. The oh, same yeah. thing with people, like, <laughs> like what what Becca was saying was like when she gets on a plane. She's and she sees like someone who's Arabic. Yeah. She gets scared. That's which a lack of education though, and just knowing. <coughs> I but think again it's, too. I can't say because I grew up in Detroit around a Muslim. Right. 
So my but it's also it's also the media's fault though because they do portray that a lot. Oh yeah. They they because when you think of like a suicide bombing, who do you think of? Who who does it? White men. Really? Just I was gonna say, holy fuck! I was gonna say, I don't know what you can watch. Palestinians. Right, but what what's their what's their religion? Well, Muslim. Right. So I don't I don't correlate it with religion though. Well. But that's that, that's that's fine. But most people do. Sure. And that and sure. like you, that's that's fine for you to say. Like you don't associate with religion, but when you look at the the, the overall up, of it, yeah. you got to look at what the majority of people think. If um, if I said to you, oh, someone there was a car bombing today. Where where would you, who, who? This is like with you said with profiling. Who would you think would do, would have done it? Probably someone of Muslim descent, right? The man. Right. <laughs> or, or would you think it was a woman? When you first heard a about Muslim s- woman, when you think that? it's possible. <laughs> Actually, they do use they. Sure, are, yeah, they do. They use yeah. women and children. Oh yeah, yeah. Stuff. Do you remember uh, what was it? I think what was it? Bin Laden's kid army. They posted oh, yeah, that, that on CNN. Cool. Remember that? That's also like Nazism. Oh no, yeah, with the Nazi youth. Yeah. But when you heard about San Bernardino, what did you? Who did you? I was in San Bernardino when that happened. Who white. did? Who did you think of? Like when when you heard about that? A white male. Yeah, I, I did too. But that's because. When we hear about mass shootings and stuff like that, we're we're pre we're pre programmed to think of okay, that's a white male. No, think mine's, of, mine's psychology though. Right, but this is this is in general. This is the U. If you ask the U.S. and this is all because of the media. And if you heard about gang shooting, who do you think of? Uh, African Americans. Okay, if you hear about a bombing, you think of Muslims. You know who's not to blame for any of this? I just want to put that out there. The Jews. When you think about greedy people who. <laughs> 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 who run everything? What do you think of the Jews? The white man. Um, and what do you, when you hear about Indian men? What do you think of? Because this is this is also a thing that's starting Indian to come men? up. Indian oh, men. I love them. A lot of people now think of them as perverts. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Why? This is a, on on the on the Facebook. Uh, there is constantly people taking screenshots of uh of Indian men messaging them and just being like crazy inappropriate and even oh well that's um, true. That, that used to happen to me when I was a kid. Right, so. and uh, also the uh, the gas station that puts water in their gas. Uh, oh yeah. Those guys, those guys get a lot of complaints. So. And I think honestly, true, though, most because... of it's because they're Indian. I think. And my buddy Shiv, he gets a lot of it too. People, oh. people think that he's a pervert just because he's fucking Indian. And what, so. I think men in general are just perverts. And what do you think? What do you think about? Asian people committing crimes in the U.S., what do you think? Oh, I feel like they don't. Right, and they're, they're the highest percentage of people in they're this country. They're the nicest ever. They're also the highest paid besides Indian men. Highest what? Paid? Highest paid, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it's though It's Indian and Asian are the, are the highest paid people in the well, United States. Us, so. Well, that's, 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 a, that's Another racist. Another generalization. Yeah, you can't, you can't generalize. Somewhat true. You can see a lot of the doctors and... Right, uh, yeah. When you think of... Okay, when you think of a doctor, what race do you think of? Indian. Right, and... and I think most of that is because of TV. No, because I worked in a hospital. Right. Okay. Well, for someone who has never, I've never worked in a hospital. But I think of OBGYNs. I think of black men. When I think of a, when I think of like a doctor, I think of some crazy I think, what I think Indian about, name, and I think it's because of TV. I think about too many OBGYNs not being able to practice the love of women. With other women, fucking George Bush the greatest. I love George Bush. I don't want to hear anything bad about him in this house. I love him. Even his little crane coloring book. <laughs> I love George Bush. I love George Bush. You don't love George Bush, Eddie? (coughs) George Bush was fun. 
He was a good time. He was I, the I had a cat named after him. I am the decider. I talked to God. Oh, he dodged the shoe? <laughs> I feel like I was here yesterday. Oh, Heck, I was. I love George Bush. I think we're all, like, we're, there's always going to be a predisposition for us to think about certain races committing crimes. It's just kind of, and the only way to really change that is by, and I don't even know if this really ch- can change it. Which is exposure and talking it, to people. Oh, it, it's never going to change. It's not. I don't. Okay, then why do I think different about Muslims because of where I grew up than somebody who like Rebecca? Oh no no, and that no Be- Becca had a best friend in high school that was no, Muslim. but like her, her saying, "Well, I'm afraid when I got on a plane, I would never." No, that. I know that, but she in in high school in, in Roseman, she had a best or Tracy, she sure, had a best friend was like, Muslim, and so, it still didn't change her her view. But what changed my view though? I don't. I couldn't tell I, you. I, I really couldn't. I really couldn't tell you. It's because it's, I was exposed it, to it. Well, she was, she was too. She used to go over there at their house and stuff. I think it's still, she, she's not generalizing them in a sense. Well, no, she is, but what her generalization is that the only good ones are the ones that she knows. Well, that's common. That's common though. That's just association. Oh, no, no, I know. But that's what I'm saying is she, the only good Muslims to her are the Muslims that she knows. The rest of them are scary because of certain things she's seen on the TV. Expression, duh. <laughs> you turn the TV into its own noun. <laughs> I do right, it with I the think Facebook all, too. I, it's funny. I think too. A lot of it's just life experiences too, like how where you grew up, what kind of work you do. Like I would say, probably four years ago, I would I would have assumed that people who are homeless had some kind of like bad life choice making, maybe perhaps. Like I would think that they were just <coughs> homeless. I wouldn't have understood until I actually physically worked with them. Right. All the things that lead up to them becoming homeless. That's the thing with me, though, is, like, some things don't change my mind. Like, I, when I was living in Colorado Springs, I worked, I did framing. My boss was illegal. Uh, three other guys I worked with were illegal. They got deported, and I thought they should have. I wasn't, I was, it was sad that they were gone, but it was still, I thought, they, I knew they were breaking, I didn't report them, but because <laughs> they were paying me. But, uh, I didn't, I thought it was like, illegal. that's wrong, though. What? You didn't report them, but you thought they should be gone because they were paying you. No, 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 I liked them. It wasn't the fact that they were paying me was why I didn't report them. I didn't report them because they were my friends, but I still thought that they were breaking the law. And I still support ICE. Like, I'm not, I'm not opposed to people getting deported. I don't, and it's not even only Mexicans, because I think the biggest problem we have here is, is uh, Canadians and uh, also Asian Americans who come here. Uh, they, they come here on the planes and they yeah, just don't leave. leave them alone. But They're also, I think anybody. we should have a border wall. And I think if a lot of people actually saw the border, they, they would agree. Because very, very little of the border is actually a border wall or fence. It's like old barricades that they had in the Civil War where it was like the, the, the wooden plaques like this, like crosses like that, just going for miles. And 90% of fentanyl comes in through the, through the Mexican border. 90%. And you, you do realize that drug addicts, whether or not fentanyl's here or not, they're still going to find something to use. No oh, no, no, I know that. But saying, but, I mean, just being like, oh, well, we're not going to change it, so let's just not even try is, is not, I don't think it's a good answer. I think there should be a wall. And I think that. Yeah, well, I just want you to be aware, though, that even if that wall's up and no fentanyl comes into this country, 
people will still be addicted. They will still yeah, but there'll be a lot less. There'll be a lot of less of it available. You don't think that? Oh yeah, a lot less stop, fentanyl. Available. Yeah, there's gonna be a, yeah, and and but fentanyl is not the issue. Well, it's also oh, what is it? Oh, I don't know what the Opiates? other word. Yeah, it's not opiates aren't the issue. There's a huge crisis in that. Heroin's not the issue. Well, Are you gonna say it's a psychological issue. thing? Because I think addiction is a choice. <laughs> You don't think that there's a pre-diagnosis? I don't think there's there's anyone. I don't think there's anyone going around here saying, "This is a needle. I'm gonna stick it in you. Now you have to do this forever." Right, but genetically, there is a there is a, a marker on the DNA that makes you. So is it only with drugs, or it was is no, it with alcohol? Just, no, actually, it's a it's a it's a a marker on. I can't remember which chromosome it is. Fuck. I think it might be twenty two, chromosome twenty two. I'm pretty sure it's twenty two. Because 23 is a sex one. And it's like 21 or 22. There's some kind of mutation in that. Um, that says that you're going to be addicted to drugs no, or you're more likely to get like addicted to things. Would you like me to tell you? Are you going to let me finish? Okay. Okay. There's a part of the brain that turns on um, for excitement. It's norepinephrine. Dopamine? No. Norepinephrine, serotonin, and dopamine. Part of your brain in the um, proximal lobe of your brain. And... For some reason, in that chromosome, there's an overreaction to it. And so, like, it could be not so bad, I guess, perhaps. And you'll see this in people who are, like, um, the addiction could either, their, their predisposition for addictive, their predisposition for addiction personality. And you can actually see it during an MRI. Which means that they could either predisposition for the fact that, like, they may be, um, drug users more apt to use alcohol because when they're using it that that area of the brain lights up more than like somebody who's not who doesn't carry that marker so there is that predisposition but there's also a lot of shit that happens to a drug addict whether or not you want to admit it and whether or not you've not done drugs whatever there are things that have happened in that person's life that make that don't make them but make a drug an outlet for them but it's still their choice to do that drug is it not I, when I mean, does what it, do you think you're an alcoholic when does it not okay because <laughs> what was your pre do you think that you're predisposed to become an alcoholic i would have to say no because my family no one in my family was was addicted to anything i don't even know that i i think i may have been addicted to the escape to the escape right and the what you, you don't call that the adrenaline that rush time, though, of drinking did. and just partying and driving and with the fellas. I think there was more of that that I was addicted to than the actual alcohol. I think there's a, there's an addiction the to the became, feeling you get. Yes, the alcohol essentially turned into kind of like an outlet after a while. It was just like I feel better when I'm buzzed, so why not just be like right. this all the time? So I don't know that I necessarily was... You know, I don't know. I was, I mean, I, I don't know that I really was an alcoholic. I just want. I mean, I get it. What you would call the the def, definition and term alcoholic, but me, I, I just feel like it was one of those things where I enjoyed the high more than anything. Right. And but do you think that you enjoyed that high? See, I don't think you're an alcoholic either. That's my opinion. I think that during that time period, there was something that was either a trigger or something you were trying to escape from, things weren't going well in your life, and it was kind of like what you're using to get through that time. And it felt really good, and it felt better than not being drunk. So, 
that was your choice to do that, correct? True. Right. Yes. Do you, do you not think that anything led up to you doing that? Or do you think you just You know, I have to say this. I mean, I started drinking at 16, 15. The military definitely didn't help that. Yeah, that's, that's... So I have to say, going into the military at 18, and then you realize, you know, you're around all these older people, and you're in an area... It's just, it was the culture. Yeah. So it almost... And it was different from what you lived at, like, true. when you were at home. Yes, I was very... At a, raised in a stricter right. household. I didn't really get to get out as much during high school. My dad was a strict dad, and I didn't get to do those things, so... It was almost an adrenaline rush just to sneak out and do the stuff anyways. But the army just kind of escalated it to another level because I was free. And, and I, I felt like, oh, I right. can do what and I want now. It's party. It. And it was well, just, a, it was everywhere. Media, and though. it just probably enabled sure. me even more. So I don't know that well, I, necessarily, I, think... I don't know that I was necessarily the definition of the true alcoholic. Yeah. I think more of it was just I enjoyed the buzz and mm. the not caring. And <clears throat> who cares what happens tonight? Too, let's just yeah. do this and let's party. And let's get wasted. And it was just an adrenaline rush to drive 60 miles to the nearest club in, in the big city of San Antonio when I was in the Army. It was just, sure. that whole experience was fun. But you do see the difference between that and being drunk at work. Most definitely. So do you see that contrast? Most there? definitely. See, but you get it. And I did do right. that, too. Exactly. I liked feeling like that, right. so I kept doing it. Because it felt better than... Being sober. No, most definitely. Right. So, yeah... You can almost say sure. I, See, I love that how honest part. you are about that. You could say a lot of things are an addiction then because there's things that aren't drugs or oh, alcohol I, that make right that make you people feel better. Yeah. I mean people do the same thing with prescription drugs. They somehow maybe they had the back injury, things of that oh. nature. But I'm saying then they end up staying on them more longer than they should have because, because they still good. like the feeling of that drug. Right. So it turns into an addiction. But I'll let you have the floor again, Drew. I think, I too, though, like, there are times in everyone's life where you don't want to have feelings and you don't want to be in that reality. And oftentimes that's, you know, when you turn to a destructive behavior. I, I think, in general, destructive behaviors are often created because, you know, they're a safety net. But there's always a reason why there's that destructive behavior. The problem is with narcotics and alcohol is that it changes the brain chemistry. And once that brain chemistry is changed, it becomes a more dependent need. Same thing with sexual addictions, exact same thing. Same triggers in the same part of the brain. It's that, you know, that good rush of feelings that you get while you're doing it. And it's okay behavior unless it becomes where it changes your life. Like you get arrested <laughs> or you're shooting up and you know, you're close to death or whatever. Like that, that, destruct, that, when that destruct, when the behavior becomes destructive and life changing, that's when it has to but be. But back to Drew's point though, that just made me think of that. At the start of it though, was it, is it a choice that you could have said, you know what? I don't need to be, I shouldn't be doing this. Should I just stop? I believe addiction is real. I just think that it's a choice that you start yourself. I'm not saying like, that addiction is not point, real. Could it I is. have just said, I, just, I mean, I've said it in my head a lot of times, like, dude, you need to stop doing this. this right. Is, this is not going to end well. But I kept doing it. So at that point, I'm conscious enough to know that in right, my head. Right. Because addiction but is I didn't real. Stop. Right. Because addiction is real. But the choice to start it is your own choice. The thing is, I think the interesting thing about all addiction is 
and I've in my addiction studies I've learned this and even talking to addicts is that not only is the behavior behavior like that starts at often communal the behavior that follows is also communal after as well so that means that like you are generally surrounding your people around people who use like very few times do I know drug addicts who hang out with like sober people they're usually wanting to hang out with drug addicts you know what I mean and it's a whole sense of community yeah it's the it's the social but also aspect too, of it. our rehabilitation here in the United States for drug and alcohol treatment is so fucking shitty man. oh yeah but I don't I I disagree with the thing they're trying to do where they're like oh yeah if you want to do drugs come here come here we'll give you the drugs I think for me how I feel about again just because of life change you know life experiences my my opinion on that is different than yours right right I know deep down that a, an addict and I think you know this too Eddie because you've seen addicts you you know them they're going to use whether I talk to them and be like please don't use whatever right. they're gonna make that choice to use I think it encourages people. It's, I would rather them use safe drugs. Like, I can see that it's safer, but I think I still think it encourages it's people. It's the condom it effect. It right. It's like the people that are opposed to passing out the condoms to the teenagers yeah. and the ones that say, look, they're going to do it. Let's let them be yeah, safe right. and no, no, give no, them yeah. the tools to be safe versus let's it, just right. not, it's not it's no tell them to not do it when we know that's just not going to work. Right. I think addiction is, and I know... It is a multifaceted issue. There, there's no quick, easy solution to it. There's no one way remedy for it. Every every person is a different path and an individual structure kind of like, you know, rehabilitation process. But for me, as a provider, I would if I if I have somebody who is going to use, and I know because I know drug addicts that they are going to use, I would prefer them to use in a safe environment and prefer them to use safe drugs. The thing is, I guess I go back to the studies and in, you know, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, like there's tons of drug uses. But then I think about like the different dynamics that they, they've established there. Why why aren't why aren't there people who are using drugs, you know, ma- dying in the mass that ours are? There, there's something different going on. And I think, you know, they have safe using houses, which I, and Robert and I talked about this because he does, you know, re- drug rehabilitation now. But I think like if you, if the, the thing is about drug addicts is, and any addict is that you kind of feel isolated from like the real world, from sober people. Do you think that's true, Eddie? Like, you know that you're different. Like if you're in a rehab place, you feel less than you feel like you've done something wrong you feel like this is a punishment to go to rehab i think that's what a lot of addicts think oh most definitely and part of that is they're really not ready to accept that the help right at yeah. that point they're still like well i'm just gonna do this because i'm mandated either by, right. court, by court or right. someone told me right. and i need i'm just doing this for them or, we're not right. doing it for them we're right. doing it for something else they're not going to fix it. They're just going to go back out and do the same exactly. thing. And I've been there personally myself in Syracuse, uh, SBH. Mm-hmm. There was people that were there like, this was like their 10th time. time. And I'm yeah, like, okay. So and they're like in their 50s. And I'm thinking, yeah, they just weren't ready, obviously. And they would swear that that was going to be their last time. Look at me. I'm an old man sitting in here. 
that that was their last time. This was going to be their last time. We don't. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, probably. Unfortunately, lot, no. probably not. Most of the time. Right. And and I think a lot of that is not only are they not ready to get sober, they don't have the tools to do it. Because we're trying to like have this one way dimension of treating an addict, and it's not like that. Like the road to addiction is different for. Of course, there's some similarities, but it's always different for every addict. And, you know, you can't just give them 30 days of treatment and send them back on the street, send them back to where the community they come from and expect them to be able to excel in life and not, you know, not use again. Like, that that's the most fucking insane thing I've ever heard in my life. The problem is that healthcare only wants to pay for 30 days. That's it. And then they're pissed off because they do. We're still back at the choice thing. In the end, I have to almost, yeah, Drew may have made a great point that I can't almost disagree with on. I think everyone does have a choice, whether or not, but I think that choices can be made a lot better when people have the appropriate, the appropriate therapies and direction and, you know, you, you kind of like talk to a drug addict, you find out. Why haven't they used in 17 years? What makes that person different than the person that goes to rehab is sober for six months and uses again? Like, what's different? Like, stress. Stress causes people to do things like that. But it's still a choice to do it. Like, that's still their... But it's lack of because, coping skills. But getting, getting... That's their way of coping with it. Yeah, that's right. their choice to do that. It's a poor coping skill. Right, absolutely. But it's still their choice. <laughs> but if it... I guess it is a choice, but if someone came along, it, it would be their choice if they had every kind of, you know, therapy that was offered. Even if they like, don't have therapy, it's still their choice to put, to like do whatever, whatever drug or drink, whatever they're doing, it's still their choice. Because unless there's someone physically like sitting there and like dumping a beer down your throat or sticking a needle in your arm, you're the one doing it. And I, it sucks. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, boo It's It's still their choice. Even if they have, <laughs> even if they don't have therapy, like, and you're like, oh, life sucks. This, I'm just, I'm, I'm and they're like, I'm going to do some meth. That saying, I'm going to, is just reiteration that it's their choice. I mean, it sucks, but it's still their choice. Addiction is real. Obviously, like, it, it's, it's up there, but it's not... I don't know. After a certain time of doing it for so long, I guess that I can see why it would be an addiction, but it's still their choice to do it. I think saying it's it's not their choice is saying that someone's making them do it. It's not the same, though. What isn't? A... Why well, am I saying that? I don't think anyone says it's not their choice. I've never heard someone say that. It's well, no, what I'm saying, that I'm saying addiction is a choice. I'm saying addiction is a choice because they chose to start doing whatever it was they were doing. But why does that matter, though? Well, that's just one of the things that people talk about. That's what I'm saying. I'm just that's what we brought up. Things that are debatable. Um, I know, but why? I guess. Well, I guess I don't understand why that matters, whether or not it's someone's choice or not. Because people act like it's not a choice, and they say, and when you tell them, "Oh, it's a choice," they're like, "Oh, you're just ignorant." To their struggle. No. It's... They still chose to do it. But why does that matter? Because... Because here's a human being... That's struggling. 
who's have made some really shitty choices. Their choices. And are now addicted to whatever substance. Right. And like I and said, just everyone... just because they chose that, or they made the decision to start using, how does that impact the worthiness of their life, I guess? It doesn't impact their worthiness, but it impacts who they are and how they act. Well, I think that's true of anyone's behavior. Right. But people want to say, oh, addiction's not a choice. They're just that way. It's not. They, people, people like to, people, this is the thing. The reason it's brought up is people like to blame their behavior on addiction and say, Oh, I, I didn't choose to do this. I didn't choose to Those be like this. Those are people in recovery though, Drew. This is people who have, I know people, uh, my friend Courtney, she used to do meth and she, she still says, Oh, it wasn't my choice to do. Then meth. she's not sober. She has, she hasn't done it. She hasn't been doing meth. It's by doing something else. Well, I don't know. All I'm saying is that people will say, oh, well, it wasn't my choice to start doing this. And it is. It, it's absolutely your choice. I don't know one drug addict that's in recovery that's ever said that. Okay, well, I don't even know one drug addict who's ever said that to That's me. That in recovery, using. then. That's people, who, I don't even know, that's people who have stopped and realized, yeah, this is a choice. I don't even yeah, know one addict who said that, has ever said that, that it wasn't their choice. When people say, oh, addiction is a, is a disease. Yeah, well, what it they're, is. It, yeah, okay. What they're trying to avoid is saying that I what put myself think, in this situation. What you think they're trying to avoid is? Well, it's, you, it's usually, the, it, uh, well, there's been a lot of blanket statements. But the, the, the main thing is that's, when, the, when someone says, oh, well, addiction is a choice and this, that's why I am this way. You feel as if they're using that as an as, excuse. As like a, as an excuse to, to, to like validate or justify why they are that way. And again, here's where the difference is between you and I. I don't care about that shit. Well, I mean, if they're... If someone who's on drugs goes into a place and shoots something up, they're like, oh, well, I was an addict. That's why I did it. Well, yeah, that's why they did it, because they're fucking addicts. They right. Shoot, and then shot and something up? Like, shoot people. If they if someone's got, got high on okay, something... Well, if they're high, they can't fucking shoot. So that's, that's, an, that's a mood, mood subject. Generally, people who are drunk are the ones that go in and shoot. Like, Well, it's, their, it's still their choice to get drunk. I don't really feel like very many drug addicts are... Okay, well, then let's say there's people who eat that bath salt to go out and eat people. Okay, oh, let's bring up them. No. And then they go to court and they're like, well, I was, you know, I was high. I couldn't control it. And no, it's your choice to have done the that. The issue with bath salt is... And it always was. And I go, oh my God, the summer bath salts, I will never forget it here in Watertown because I was working <laughs> in the hospital. Is that these dumb fuckers, like Joe Schmuckatelli on the street, who's just like, and generally it's going to be a man and they're going to be the ages between fucking 14 and 25, and which is the most vulnerable age to do drugs between 18 and 25 or 14 and 25. They're going to want to feel high. Then they're like, oh my god, there's a shit. It's illegal. I can get it from the store. It's going to make me feel high. But people like feeling high. They just like it. it. It feels better than being sober most of the time. They take it and they think the, the perception is just like alcohol. Well, it's legal, right? Right. It's legal. So it must be okay. It's nothing that's going to hurt me. Well, it turns out, like, I literally... The things I have seen when people are on bath salts, I literally cannot tell you. I didn't say anybody eat anything. Right. Like, another human. But the crap I saw through was insane. And these people afterwards would be like, literally, flat out tell you, 
well, it was legal, so they thought it was okay. Because it pains the people, they think it's legal. Why would there ever be something, you know, like they don't, I'm like, well, alcohol's legal, but whatever. Like, they don't associate, like, that dangerous of drug. And is it their fault that they took it? Hell yeah, it's their fault they took it. They made the decision to do it. But, like, after, like, what they did during it, like, the lady that threw the IV pole across the fucking <laughs> nurse's station, I wasn't like, you fucking bitch, that's your fault. I was like, holy shit, that drug is fucked right up, man. She's, like, the size of Maisie, literally, took her IV pole, attached to her body, that probably weighed more than her, and chucked it at Carrie and I. And there's Carrie and I standing, well, what the hell? So I didn't, like, literally think, well, she made that choice. I thought, what the fuck did they put in that stuff? Because these dumb motherfuckers think that it, because it's legal that they can use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my train of thought doesn't automatically go to, boy, that was a piss-poor decision you made. <coughs> of course, I kind of did think that. Right, because, <laughs> I mean, it's their... And it was her choice to do yeah. it, but here she thought... See? We're back at the choice. But she was like... Because it's always their choice. I mean, and that's what people want to argue now is like, oh, addiction's not a choice. But, okay, so what if she would have knocked Carrie and I out? Do I think she should have had pro- charges pressed against her? Hell no. I mean, that's your choice. That's your right. that's your legal exactly. right to I, press charges or not. Right. Which it was a, be a felony if she hit Carrie. Right. But, like, literally, I was like, god damn, that's some fucked up shit that... that Yep, that, 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 that she, that she what? That she... That, yeah, that she chose to uh, do she thought, though. Oh, it's legal. <laughs> it's legal. But she, like, after we talked to her afterwards, she's like, we told her what she did. She didn't remember any of it. Nicest woman ever. She's like, well, I used to smoke marijuana when I was younger, and I thought it was the same thing. No, no. See, that's the problem, is that if you're thinking you're going to be smoking that, it's not the same as marijuana. You're going to try to eat people's faces off. And, oh, and my favorite was the man tried to rip his penis off. And then Carrie and I had it in the ER, had tried to get a catheter in him. And he kept yelling, please keep touching me. And I looked at Carrie. I'll tell you what, Carrie and I have been through some shit together. I looked at her, I go, well, I, I feel like we're mossing him. What do we do? Ask him for his consent? She goes, he signed a fucking consent. Hold him down. Because he kept... Peeing all over everybody. So the doctor ordered a catheter. Wakes up three days later. Nice man you ever met. He's like, well, I thought it was pot. I thought they were selling pot at the... It was that place that... Remember the Chinese... You know, the Chinese restaurant by Big Lots and that kind of thing? Yeah. That's where they were getting it from. And people are dumb around here. They're like, oh, I thought it was pot. <laughs> no. That's not... That's really not what it was. No. So, yeah, do they have a choice? But, uh, you know, of course they did. They thought it was fucking pot. Right, but my thing is when people, people who do the drugs and they get themselves in bad situations will be like, oh, it's because, it's because of meth. Well, it usually is. Well, it's because they did it. That's, that's, that's my point. Is if someone, like, starts selling all their shit for drugs, right? And then be like, oh, well, I have nothing because of this drug. Well, no, it's not because of that drug. It's because you chose to do that I drug. think a lot of times when people say that... I'll hear, like, I'll have someone tell me, well, um, oh, like, Tim, who was a heroin addict, now works for Hearth. He'd be like, I lost a lot of stuff because of heroin. He's not disassociating his choice from that. No, no, no. What he's saying is that who he was when he did that drug and because of that drug 
cause him to lose a lot of things in his life. I'm talking about the but people But he's not who, really blaming it on the drug. I'm talking about the people who want to blame the drug because it's easier than well, admitting that not, it was their they're fault. They're not in recovery. They're just not. Well, there's a lot of it. They're just in denial that they did it. A lot of them are just, it's easier to say, oh, it was the drug. It wasn't my, it wasn't me. Well, if that's their escape, then oh well. I mean, I'm just, that's, that's, that's why better, I bring it up. That's why I say Like, literally, if it makes them feel better about the poor choices that they made that maybe they're not ready to come to terms with, and they're fucking sober, fucking who cares? I don't care what they say. Let them say that. Oh, no, I'm just saying that's why I bring it up. That's why I say it's a choice, because people like to blame the drug instead of taking accountability for their own actions. Oh, no. Very rarely are people account tri- uh, wanting to be accountable for their right. actions. It's a very, very rare human quality. Most of the time, people will try to reason away their bad choices or their lack of moral aptitude when they make decisions. And that's just a human nature. Try to protect, like, their image or, you know. Right. And also, nobody wants someone to think bad about them, no matter whether you're using drugs or not. I guess at some point, when you're using drugs, you don't give a shit if somebody... I think, like, the biggest thing that that I know from this is when Mac Miller died because he was doing all those drugs. People were like, oh, my God, blah, 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 blah. Like, he, I mean, people, yeah, it's it's sad, but it was still his choice to do that stuff. And people wanted to act like, oh, well, it's not his fault. To me, I don't care about that. that. That's a lot of people the same thing with Demi Lovato, you know, with her whole thing. And people want to be like, well, it's not her fault. It's not his fault for doing these things. But it is. And it sucks that it is. But it's still their choice to have done those things. Yeah, but there's and, and a you, lot And you of have to deal happen. with the outcomes. Like, there's a lot of people who, who who have to fight to live. And then these people who are just like, yeah, I'm just going to fuck around and then die. And then people can say, oh, it's not their fault. That's, that's, that has something to do with the other, though. About doing drugs? Just because somebody's fighting to live, that doesn't mean that... Well, I'm not going to sit there and feel bad for someone who made the decisions well, no, to do that. I'm not asking you to. No, but that, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's that's where this, that's where the whole argument for this subject comes from. That's that's the root of it. For me, I don't care. Like I don't fucking care what they say. I want to know what were the twenty five things that led up before you became a drug addict. This is the psychologist stuff. Right, you're yeah. never gonna get past this. This uh, her <laughs> viewpoint is based on psychology. Right, because it's her experiences. And that's just what just... makes. That's why this is so compelling to me. Right. For me, I want to see... I, I I'm think, with you, Drew. Don't get me wrong. I no, no, think no, no, like no. you, this here drives me nuts because I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Right. For me, I guess... Mine's all political based. It has it, nothing to, to do with psychology. To put it simplistically, is I think that no matter what choices people have made in their life, and and I, I, even hor- like, look at Pat. He's a fucking murderer. I love Pat. Right? Like... Even people who make horrible choices in their life that I don't agree with. And just because I try to understand those choices and can understand the things that caused them to make those choices, doesn't mean that I think that choice was okay. It doesn't mean that I'm saying, hey, high five, you murdered one of my best friend's sisters, you know? You know, Jody's sister. You know, Jody. Like, Like, I can separate that. From like those bad choices, I want to understand what caused them because That's I the key. know she wants to understand. Right. 
Because I, I, I don't, I don't care. Right. I, I'm gonna and be I totally honest. Exactly. I don't care at all. I don't care what led up to you making that decision. You fucking killed somebody. Right. I don't care what the, what your thinking was to do it. You fucking did it. I, I, I don't care about your thoughts. I care about your actions. I gotta pull my pants up. And I, and people are gonna get mad about that, but I don't give a fuck. I really, my, my, my view is, I don't care what you say. I, I care about your actions. I care about what it is you do, and I don't care. Oh, uh, oh, my dad didn't give me enough attention, so I had to go chop this person's throat off. Like, That's I don't not give... really why people chop. No, 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 I'm just saying. Like, my parents, you know. like, if someone was like, oh, my parents, you know, they neglected me, so I, I had to go and try to be in someone else's family, and I killed them all. Like, oh, I'll give two fucks, you killed somebody. I don't care about, oh, your life was so, I don't care about your pity story. Like, I don't care. I really don't. Yeah. That's why you're not a therapist. Oh, I know. I would not be good at it. Like, I can sit there and give someone advice all fucking day, but at the end of the day, I'm like, well, you fucking made that choice. Like, yeah, it sucks, those events that led up to it, but fuck you. You got to deal with what you did. Fuck, it sucks that, that you came to that, but fuck, dude. <laughs> you stabbed somebody 80 times. Sucks for you. Fuck, it does. It's rough. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to... Just because something... Just because my, my growing up wasn't great. Fuck, it sucked. But I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, that's just, I'm going to go kill somebody and make myself feel better. Just because fucking, I didn't talk to my mom when I was growing up and I don't talk to my dad and watch him hit people and throw fucking coleslaw across the kitchen into the fucking TV and throw things into the walls and push people in the walls to try to fight me over a fucking pumpkin. I'm not going to be like, oh, my life sucked growing up. I better go fucking murder somebody. Because it's, that's my choice not to be that. And And I don't care, people, that's why when you brought up Oh, well, these people, they rape these people because they've been raped. I don't give two fucks if they've been raped. If you rape somebody, fucking cut your dick off. Get castrated. I don't care. Well, that's not going to work. Well, I'll, I don't care. Well, most of the time, they're just using their hands. Well, I don't care. Fucking cut their hands off. No, I don't care. If you rape somebody, you just right. fucking and get the I, and I think like that, to me, is a normal response I would expect from a, from a, <coughs> from a human being. Like, that's okay to think right. that. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with thinking like that. But... I hope you understand why I think, like, oh, I Oh, no, I do. get that. I understand, because like... I want to know why that happened, so when... Oh, yeah, I still want to know, but I just don't care. And you don't have to. And I want to totally know, okay. like, oh, this, I did this because of this. I'm like, fuck, like, that's great to know that that's why you did it, but it doesn't make it any better. But for me, I hope that you can respect where I come from. Oh, no, I, yeah, no, I do. Because, like, I, I like... if I want to be able to treat somebody or make headway on, like, stopping boys from doing no that's this. fine that's I why I, I like debates because i like to even if sometimes i get you know into it i still like hearing other people's opinions and like why they feel or see the way see things the way they see them but when it comes to you want that's that's why i feel like they should they should, those things can coexist is someone needs to find out why they did it and go try to stop it but even though i found out what that guy did he murdered somebody fucking cut his head off put him to the chair and then figure out after you get all that information on how you could try to stop that well, I think because so. that guy's giving you all of his information we don't need him oh my he doesn't god need, yeah, he doesn't need to go sit on debt doesn't need to go sit in jail and use taxpayers money for fucking Your three meals a day and all that honestly more socially acceptable than what mine is it, honestly it really is i think i think people still want to figure out why no, they, don't. they they did it but no they it's don't. the fact that care. when someone commits such a heinous crime we we make them famous I think right, that's and, I, and I think two people have that opinion. It, like, you know, fuck them, whatever happened to them, who the fuck yeah, cares? I don't give two fucks. And I don't really care. Like, I think that's an appropriate response, especially, like, from a psychological right. standpoint. Right, that's why... 
But like for me, in order to make changes in humans' lives, if I'm thinking that everybody's life is worth something, right? You know, I have to find in order to understand. Doesn't matter how bad they are. Yeah, unfortunately. Hitler. Unfortunately, yes. he killed all of us. I know. He killed six million of. I mean, I'm not. Te- I'm technically Jewish by blood, but I'm not by choice, right? But that's still, you know, my people. Fucking, there's six million of them. Yeah. That's a rough estimate. I know, Drew. Hey, fucking what? What? Just don't, you know, maybe, you know, he wanted to be an artist. Fucking, something the artist school. It's okay what you did, bud. I'm telling you, though. In order Should to... have taken him up in a, a fucking, in a, in a nuke and dropped him off in a place <laughs> and fucking let him drop and burn with it. I mean, if it should wasn't have sat, for him, should have dropped the nuke on him in a field. If, we, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be in America. We'd still be living in Germany. Of course, we would have a lot more family members, but that's neither here nor there. Family tree would have been a lot bigger. Would have been a lot more fucking branches. He should have been killed. I wouldn't have to have like four that soldier that let him DNA. live in World War One is the reason we're fucked up. That soldier let him live. Did you know about that? Yeah, I do. I actually in that know trench a lot warfare. Yeah. Oh, days. hear about this. He was in in World War One. He, he was, he was in uh, jail too. Oh yeah, he. That's where he wrote Mein Kampf. Well, really though, it's kind of like a Descartes. You know who that is? He's a philosopher. No, but he's a he's a Nazi Malcolm X. He went to jail and wrote his views. <laughs> Malcolm went there and learned his views. But I, don't, I don't even think he really wrote it. I really don't. You don't think he wrote Mein Kampf? I don't know, because he was not that smart. He was manipulative. He was I a think, narcissist. I think he was smart till he got his syphilis. Mm, he got fucking nuts. He also had syphilis, which is also, also a reason he went nuts. He was also a Jew as well. That's actually not true. His mom? His it was it was his uh it was his it was his shit show too man it was I think it was his grandpa's mom was a Jew right which would matter. not make him a Jew because it has to run on the mother's side side right so his grandfather's mother right so his grandpa would would have been right. a Jew but his kids wouldn't have been because but I don't know some still a little smishy there psycho like I he, tell you what psycho like I'm telling you what psychology tells me <laughs> on this one but um he uh in when he was in World War One he was in a trench and his trench got overran and this guy let him live. He was gonna stab him. And he was like, "All right, I think you got some. You're gonna do some good things in this world." And he was like, I'm gonna let you go. And he just fucking left. And Hitler was like, "For that, all the Jews did." Not the guy just was wearing the a cross. Jews. The guy was wearing a cross, and he knew that the Christians killed Jesus. So he said, "Hey now," or the Jews killed Jesus for that guy. So he said, "Fuck, gotta kill those Jews. Jews. Gotta kill the Jews. Gotta kill the gays. gays. Gotta kill the gypsies." And what, the blacks. That, no, it was also what was it? What religion was it? Mormons. Mormons oh, well, the Mormons are. Kind of Wait, really? Because they were yeah. they were new. <laughs> Mormons were new still. No, nope. they just came up with their hey, we and found a he golden didn't kill book. lesbians. He sent them to a camp. Oh, that sounds like uh, old Mike Pence. Oh, camp. <sighs> this is why to this day, my people do not like to go camping. We don't. We don't it. come back. Group showering, not a fan. <laughs> Learned our lesson. The, the Japanese don't like camps neither. Oh well, they had nice camps. I, you know, it was uh, have nice you been to Manzanar or Ma- Manzanar? I've been there. Very nice for them. I've been there. That's we don't talk <sighs> about that kind of. No, thing. that didn't happen. Poor Sulu. They, it was just a nice camp they went to. Golly. <laughs> that really was not that long ago. No, it was in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've been there. I wonder if there ever going to be like there's those camps are still up, right? But well, not all of them, but men's and are still up. I didn't learn when I was in school. I didn't learn about it. No, we did. Mm-mm. We learned about that. And hopefully, something that's changing. I also I remember when I went to college the first time, 
when I when I got there, I took an African American history class. I was so fucking pissed off in that class. And I remember saying to my professor, "Why the fuck don't they teach us shit in the, school?" The most I ever learned about African American history was in history of rock and roll. Yep, that's it. I was pissed because off. she went back and talked about. Uh, no, actually, I learned this in a different thing with all the uh, the voodoo and the hoodoo, and uh, when when we brought people over here, I learned a lot about that cut stuff. That's voodoo, voodoo, and hoodoo. Voodoo scares me. Voodoo's fucking creepy. So it's hoodoo, and that's why uh, in in the South in that time there was a big uh, hatred of blacks because when everyone was getting was that was that disease that hit um, yellow fever was oh, that yeah. it. The black people weren't dying. Well, yeah, it's because genetically they're superior. They were saying, they thought it was because of the voodoo and hoodoo. Nope, it's because so, they're genetically <laughs> superior. It's true. And uh, that's why, they well, are. you sound a lot like a <laughs> opposite version of David Duke. But, uh... <laughs> it's true, they are, though. But, but what is shocking about that, though, is genetically African Americans are superhuman, basically. Like, when it comes to, like, immune Because of their, because, yeah. Because they fucking had to be, otherwise they're they would be extinct. That's why those fucking Nordic people are fucking. But uh, yeah, not human maternally, either. like maternal deaths are the highest in African American women. So it's so bizarre to me. I just it's bizarre. But back then, they, that's where a lot of the hatred came from, is because they thought that they they were like, oh, well, we're all dying, and these guys get to live because they're they thought that they were the ones doing it to them with their oh yeah witchcraft. Maternally, now explain that. Oh, African American women in the United well, just so you know, the United States has the highest mortality rate um for women out of any country ever. That should be alarming to people, but no one seems to care. Um Georgia There's actually, too many people in the US. Georgia actually has the high no, not compared to Africa. Like Africa has lower than we do. Oh no no, I mean just in general in this world. There's just too many people. Okay. Well we're, we're okay, that's great. Actually, want to okay. know something weird? Okay, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a weird fact when you're done. But um, African American women have the highest mortality rate while giving birth in the United States. In the U.S., mm-hmm. I would think Is over in like dying. Yeah. Okay. Just Why? Want to make sure. Is there like any reason for that? Because I would think in other countries, like in. Sure. Were you in another area? Yeah, one other reason. So it all goes back to sociology, kind of thing. African-American women are usually um, younger when they have their babies. They're also lower social economic status, lower education level. I know it's a generalization, but this is what causes us to find out why this is happening. Um, they're also more less likely to have um, prenatal care because um, access in African-American communities is not so great. Transportation is often not so great to medical facilities. So, like... Um, identifiable problems such as like high blood pressure, uh, you know, preeclampsia. African Americans are more prone to having heart issues, anyways. Which is kind of makes me curious. Like we are prone to high blood pressure, heart things, but we are genetically superior because of the why is that? I've always wondered that. What's the Jew disease? Hold on, case tax on carrier. That thing. <laughs> because of the white American diet. That's why. High fats, like fast food. Um, generally, when like they were slaves or you know were living just like indentured servants, right? They were eating healthier things and in small proportions. Um, even like African Americans that live in the South, who 
generally eat well, have a fatty diet, like high in saturated fat. Food is so fat, much better down there. But it, it literally has to do with what the the food, how it changed the dynamics of the heart in African American over time. Over is time, what you're exactly. so it's, is it the so things they were eating LD. as slaves? Is what you're saying was better turned, for them was better right nowadays that shit's not good well what it did was it genetically changed the makeup of african-american hearts and it has nothing to do with um ldl and hdls and that kind of thing it has to do with the narrowing of the aortas and the vena cavas the superior and lateral vena cavas because of so it changed their genetic makeup kind of i guess ish their genetic makeup but like um, when they were, they were having more exercise than like white people were, they were, cause they were fucking they don't doing say. everything. <laughs> right. Shocking. So they were healthier, like physically healthier and their diets were generally high protein, um, lots of vegetables, stuff they could grow on their own because most slaves had their own garden. And then those traditions were passed on for generation to generation to generation. And then once segregation started coming about more African after segregation ended more African Americans started to eat out in fast food so in a sense and that kind of thing so we really, would be so better off if we were still slaves is exactly. what you're saying right <laughs> that's Which, a horrible either thing. way we're fucked right. um but that's what happened so and, so what about before though when it was everybody was slaves white men weren't slaves oh yeah no I'm not I mean pre-1800s Pre fifteen hundreds. I mean, what do you mean? Like when everybody was slaves. When when it didn't matter what color you were to be a slave. What about that? Like though? why? It's the same thing. Like Pete, they were doing all the work and other people weren't. So why isn't it that there's certain groups of people like Jews? I mean, they were they were slaves for hundreds of years, and then I mean, back in in medieval, it didn't matter what color you were, you were a fucking slave. Why is it they're not? Why is it not like that? Sure, they were healthier. They're, they're, right, they're, that's what I'm saying. Why yeah. is there is that so? There's still bloodlines like that where people are just healthier. Nomadic. They're called nomadic health lines, um, <coughs> genetic lines. But yes, there are still. Right. Um, and you'll see that still, like in Italy. Um, they're like, um, what was that? Sardinia. Like people who live there. They all hate to, each other there. Like they can live to be a hundred years old, and right. that has to do with their diet and genetics. Like even though they're eating like, I mean, gallons of olive oil a day. That's you know what I mean. Like genetically, their bodies are used to that, and it, and their their other foods that they're eating are like fish and ma- macro diets. So basically. what about people who are from like crazy fucking climates, and they're 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 people who've lived there for generations, like the like sure. the Nordic countries. What right. they're they're different made. They're genetically different. Of course, makeup too, right? In order right. to survive, human bodies adapt. Right. So why are them? Why are all those fuckers just huge? Why are they, they just so big? Like, have you it's seen genetic. those dudes? Like the dudes, what is it, Norway? The fuckers right. just eight feet tall. Well, height is genetic, you know. Um, well, they're all just fucking massive people. <laughs> but height is genetic. Oh, there's there's one country that I want explained. Um, that Russia used them in a war. It's a very small country, but everybody there was like twenty feet tall. Not twenty feet tall, obviously. They were just all fucking tall. They're uh, they're kind of they're a kind of Russian. They're, it's uh, it's a it's a really really small country. Well, all that would take... That, that's fucking simple genetics. Kind of like the Russian boxer from um, Morocco. <laughs> they were like that. Basically. Okay, but that's, right. that's a but, condition, though. Like, he had that... What is that thing with the fucking arms are long? I and Yeah, and they that. die of a fucking heart attack. What is that called? I didn't know that was Andre the Giant had it. Hypro... <laughs> 
Hypo something. Wait a minute. Arms are all long? Yeah. You don't know about that? I did not know. Yeah, that. there's like, like how you diagnose that. Wait a minute. Andre the Giant has a son or has a son still that's wrestling. Okay. Called the Big Show. I don't know if he has the same disease, but he's big. Well, that's genetic. He's like 8 foot 6 foot 11. 8 foot 6 foot 11? Yeah. That's genetic. Definitely. Oh, come on. What the fuck is it called? I think it's... I think it's... Gigantism. <gasps> that's just simple genetics, Andrew. All it, it takes is... They're just... kind of Czech, but I can't remember what kind. It's a, it's a very small country, but they they were just used as like... Like with the Vikings, like... The, the northern people, and they have their berserkers. Those, a lot of those people coming out of that country are like basketball superstars. Yeah, because they're all fucking eight feet tall. They are like seven five. Yeah, it's, but it's they're kind of when the Vikings when they would raid places, they'd have like elite soldiers called berserkers. That's just genetic. That's that's where these people were. They were basically fucking just made to kill people. Yeah, they were genetic. Huge. They with each other. So there you go. They should have been a little different. Height is then. genetic. No, I'm not even talking about height. These guys were just generic, like just genetically built. They were fucking genetic. huge. I mean, they were just born yeah. to be big, and they went around killing everybody. Literally, literally, that's what they were born. <coughs> yeah, it's fucking nuts. That's genetic. It's just fucking weird. It's genetic. It's fucking weird. How's it weird? It's genetics. Genetics are weird. No, I'm not. A little bit. So what? What's the what's the Jew disease? How? What's the deal there? K-Sax? Yeah, that thing. It's a fucked up chromosome. Why can only Jews have it? I'm not telling you why. And what is it? I'm not familiar with this. Why can only Jews have it? It's a dormant, um, recessive chromosome. So why can only Jews get it? Mm, Like, are genetic makeups really that different to where only certain races can get diseases? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. There are certain things only black people get, like the word is right there. The blood thing. Fucking what the hell. Come on, Eddie. But other people can't get high blood pressure? No. <laughs> Sickle cell just... anemia. Well, that. Uh, you sure that's only African Americans? Is that, that's, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Sickle cell, huh? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're right. They, yeah. It's, it's actually strong. Genetic hormones. Oh, That's so That's crazy. Strange. Mm-hmm. So what about people who are mixed? They don't either care. Be, they'll be a carrier. They won't be um won't be down there. But they could possibly. Jesus. Well, yeah, they could possibly if they have somebody if they have a child with somebody who you know it's like a percentage rate of like if they if they have a child with someone who also carries a recessive gene for it. If there was someone that has a dominant gene for it and it is a female that carries a dominant gene, you know, the chances of them getting it are less likely. But if they have a male child, it would be more likely. Just genetics. Super easy. I'm a Tay-Sachs carrier. That means that if I had had um... A child with a Jew that had Tay Sachs, percentage chance of them having Tay Sachs would probably be like twenty five percent. Because I'm only a carrier. Hmm. That's fucking nuts. Yep. How do you think I felt when I fucking found out I was positive for it? I was like, what the fuck? 
fuck is that shit? What the hell? That's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you guys are carriers. I'll go to doctors anyways. I'll never know. Well. I don't like doctors. But yeah, sickle cell anemia. We'll see that go away. The more, the more, you know, races mix with one another and. Big lips will go away. Right. Big noses, wide that's noses. That's actually happening. Big... I heard that's because in Africa it was harder to breathe. No? Oh my God. No, I heard that that's why. Because the, it was so hot and humid there. I think that's got something to do with why we don't sunburn either. Oh my god, that's skin pigmentation. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why we have such dark skin <coughs> pigmentation, or else we wouldn't have survived but in Africa. All right. African Americans have that. Well, that's because there's somewhere down the line something happened. <laughs> it has to do about where you came from. In certain areas in the Wakanda. region That's were really, not as okay. hot as <laughs> other areas, and then they didn't mate, and then those people made it. Okay. Think about like why German Jews are light skinned and Israeli Jews are beautiful. White Jews aren't aren't, aren't pretty. Kind of fat and ugly, Drew. I'm That's sorry great. It's good to know. Have you ever seen pictures of my grandma? No. It's like you just is a climate ad- adaption, like like that's why people that live like in you know Nordic area areas look different than people who live like in fucking California. So that means adapt. if you argue with my parents, and man didn't become come from monkey. Your parents think they came from monkey? No, 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 no. They don't. They don't believe in evolution. Right. Period. Which. There's some scientific evidence to prove that some of that might be true. What say you, Drew? On evolution? Yes. Well, I believe in God, but I know we came from fucking monkeys. <laughs> you should have said that Thanksgiving Day. Oh, that would have no. been awesome. No, there's literally, like, it, maybe not monkeys, but there's Homo sapiens and there's the, um, what's the other ones? They didn't last. They died. There was the other group of people. There was two types of humans on this earth, and only one lasted. The other ones were more monkey-like. And there was, oh my god, it's real, because if you get your DNA tested, some people still have that gene. They still have some of the, um... What is that one you're talking about where they had hair, and they were more like the, the, um... Cavemen? The cavemen. Seriously. Yeah, there's, okay, no, there, there really was, there was really two types of people before. There was, uh... Oh. It's a Nordic track line. Where is that? As in the exercise equipment? Oh my god. No. You said Nordic track. Yes, it's your... Oh my god. This guy is killing me, man. You guys are fucking killing me. There were several species of human-like creatures. Holy fuck. Like Sasquatch. What happened? Actually, Sasquatches were real. They 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 legitimately were. They just all died off. Beated with each other. So there, the one video that we always see of the guy walking through the forest and he's looking back, that's that's not real. No. Man. That, that part. No, but you there's, there's about, right? yeah, yeah. There's an actual that's picture of an Italian um, or a Jew. Hey, guys there's a real by, picture. He's all like this. There's a real picture of a real Sasquatch from the, uh, I think it was Probably the late 1800s. Guy. It was the last one. Really? I'm serious. Italian or Jewish. They're fucking hairy. There's also weird. something called Littlefoot. It's like, it was like this, it was a big, it was a monkey that ran on two legs, just had huge feet, but it was fucking tiny. I mean, these are all real, Sasquatch was real, like, the, there was an actual, uh, type of 
I think it's, I think it's an ape that was like eight feet tall. And there's there's a picture of one that's real. The the this guy took a picture. So you of do one, believe but, in God, but yeah, I mean I know from, it's from monkeys, right? Yeah, and I also don't believe the Earth's like 3,000 years old. I mean it's it's a lot older than that. Hold on. I, the only reason I know aliens? about yeah, I do. I think there's no Eric, way in hell. Do you in there is no way there's, in hell we're I, the only living creatures on. Well, aliens planet. are are already confirmed to be real because there's there's um. What's them tiny little things? What about on? people who think they've been infected? But think about how big no. the universe is. I don't believe is. that. I no. think I no. think that there's. I think we're the smartest what? ones. I you I, do? I, oh yeah, oh yeah. I know that there's other life forms out there. You I just don't think, think they're any the advanced. That we've done here. But we're no, still, think about it. Yeah. Think about how big the universe is. There is no way in hell we are the only beings, let alone the smartest beings, Drew. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think we're the smartest. Yeah. There has got to be some other. Because there could be another planet that's like this. Obviously, they fucking know about us and come here. And we don't know about okay. them, really. We haven't been there. So who's smarter, really? There has to be. There's no way in hell out of this big... And they're pretty good at not getting caught. I mean, what? In space? That's that's like infinite. Yeah. What is out I just there? Think we're there the has to be some other, like people or humans and if you something. believe in god how how like pompous of us to think that we're like his greatest creation yeah, because we, are. we fucking suck i mean we could be somewhere sleep seriously this could just be like somebody's fantasy right now we might not even be better. real is this the matrix maybe we're a bunch of barbie elves i don't know i wish someone would dream better this has gone sideways quick so really then we have no choice Neanderthal. That's what it is. Neanderthal and Homo sapiens. Neanderthal all died off. There's there's none left, but there's some of some of Homo they sapiens. They had to have bred with Homo sapiens. No, no, no. They did. That's why some people, when you get your your uh, when people do that like the ancestry, or, like yeah. whatever those blood tests were, the twenty three and me. Yeah. Some people that. fucking have Neanderthal blood because one of their fucking ancestors fucked a monkey. <laughs> yep. That's real life. Someone's ancestors out there fucked monkeys and had babies with them. Well, I don't think it was the women fucking the monkeys and having babies with them. No, no, no. It was. Women can't fuck things and, cre- and procreate. They have to be fucked to procreate. Okay. There so was a male. There was so a the there was a male Neanderthal, and he did it with a lady, with a lady, a lady person, a lady Homo sapien. No, he would have done it. No, the only way that would have happened is if a man would have had sex with a fucking monkey. It happened both ways. They. The, the, the genetic between these two are like the only... women would be out there having the sex with a fucking male monkey? Back then when they were both fucking well, hairy I as guess, shit? Let me just tell you what. When they both had hair on I, that looked like fucking razorback gorillas? I mean, fucking yeah. They were the same. There are some men that I would probably choose a, a monkey I'm going to show you what they looked like, Mom. <laughs> They'd be like, you could have sex with this monkey or this man. I'd be like, you know what? I think I'm going to pick that monkey right there. I feel like that's a better choice. I might get my head taken off, but that's okay. Okay, well, let me show you what a it's Neanderthal looks like. I know what they look like, Drew. They're very similar. That's a Neanderthal and a Homo sapien. I know what they. They look were all like. out there fucking. Yep. I, they, I mean, they're very similar if kinds it of people. Me, I would have picked a Neanderthal. <laughs> just saying. I mean, they look fucking look like cavemen. <laughs> they look better than the fucking. We were taller. Skinny ass white. What was the other one? Called? And why are they white? They wouldn't have been white. In the picture, they're white. Well, fuck, sometimes people are white. No, they would not have been When they white. first came around, yeah. Because they, they hadn't oh adapted Oh, my yet. God. Genetically. Genetically. When they first showed up, they were white because they weren't adapted I mean, to the fucking sun yet. No. Oh, 
my god, I'm gonna uh-huh. literally make him take a fucking genetic class. Uh-huh. Drew. Uh-huh. Drew. Genetic- Homo erectus. That was the other. Genetically, other- there's no way for a white person to get blacker. <laughs> Genetically. So black people can just get whiter. Over- Sammy Sosa! Wait a minute. Over time, though, you don't think that could just no, happen? no, no, not genetically. Like I can just tell you, like genetics. So it's fucking, like, you know, I'm taking that this semester. Wait a minute. But, Hold up, though. That doesn't explain then why did African Americans just pop up in the hottest fucking country in the planet? How did we get there if we didn't come there? They black? migrated from where? Fucking Neanderthals. Um, okay, so then that's why Neanderthals are white. No, because they didn't come they from the hottest place. They migrated. No, they would have been black. Okay, just like you, like pictures of G- of Jesus. He's a funky, funky, like a fucking honky in those. Well, pictures. no, that's because that's a king's son that he forced everybody to. to okay, but Jesus. let me just say, so Jesus would have been white. He was dark. There's it's a there's a picture of. There's there. a so they have this thing where Jesus was obviously real. There, there's it's right. it's proven, but there's a they did this thing where they created what he looked like because they did it with everybody. They did it with a. Uh, George Washington, like a bunch of historical figures to show you what they look like. He might have been white. Jesus was fucking ugly. Well, that's rude. He was he, Jewish. He had a huge old nose. <gasps> he was, he was, he wasn't, he wasn't too dark. He was a little bit darker than me. So he was Jewish. He was, is what you're saying. He was caramel brown. And he had the curly Jew fro. He was Jewish as shit. First off, let me just say this. Oh, God. Okay. Jew fros are real. I don't care. There was no styling products back then. <laughs> So I'm gonna I show you. Know you know what? Let me show you this you. picture, cause holy fuck, it's funny. Do you know how much gel it takes to control this shit right here? Real picture of Jesus. Does anyone realize? Has anyone ever seen my Jufro in fucking full motion? Here he is. Here he fucking is. <laughs> this is real. They made. Well, they... I think he's handsome. No, you don't. Yes, Look I at do. that fucking Jew. He's got Look a... at... He looks lost. Show me pee on me. <laughs> Cute little face. Look at that nose. That's so rude, Drew. That's your people. You can't look at that picture and see things of you that look like that. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that side piece he's got going on. You don't think that's what you would look like? I don't have a big nose. No, for a fact, I don't. You got my pig nose. I've been told I have a little cute bunny nose. Those are just my bitches. That is my female. That's right. They have told me. You got a cute little bunny nose. But you. you can't see that and be like, well, I have some kind of like, I, I can see. Like, I'm part of that person right there. No, I can't. Jesus is your father. But he's not white. Jesus ain't my dad. Could be. No, that'd be a thousand years old. Fuck, Jesus was around when Jesus was around. That's how old he is. (laughs) Thanks, Eddie. (laughs) I have peanut butter cup ice cream at my house. You know, Mary Magdalene was his wife, right? Who he had to have had at least one wife. Mary there was There are a... literally people who are descendants of Jesus, and people just try to be like, no, I'm not Jesus' mom was a hermaphrodite who accidentally got herself pregnant. What? Yep, that's how she was a virgin. Same thing with that with that, with that sure nun. Though. Same thing with the nun in the 1800s who, who was a virgin but got herself pregnant because she was a hermaphrodite, and people were like, it's the second coming of Jesus until she had a girl. People were like, fuck that. Church pretended it didn't happen. But then she had a following. And then when, she, when her daughter died at 30, they took her blood. They also, they, have, they also have blood with the nun. They found out she's a hermaphrodite. Wait a minute. What does that mean again? 
Hermaphrodite. They have both parts. Okay. No. Yeah. Well, yes, they have both parts. We only either either have a uterus or testicles. This mom, this nun. Got, I have never heard of there's, a permit. There's, only, there's, only there's, the there's only three cases. There's there's only there's only three cases of this, and the nun, then this that nun was in the. Happen. Mom, I promise you this happened. It was in the 1800s. Look it up. Look up the nun who got herself no, pregnant. I'm looking it up. That because I'm gonna I, tell you her name. I don't know. Hermaphrodites either only have testicles or uterus. They don't. They can have. They can have a penis and a uterus, but testes are what I'm talking about. Where is this? So it's impossible for them to have a vagina and testes. Right. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense. Either way, no. Look up Ro- Ro- no, Ro- I'm not Roxana, Ro- Rosana Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Wait, nope, that's not the right one. Alex Rodriguez? No, they can't. Well, this lady I did know it. they can't. Why don't you even fucking Google it? There's no way. That means that she would have literally had to put her penis and her... I don't know where her ball sacks were. Because you can't fucking ejaculate. You don't have any fucking ball sacks. So, she would have had to take her imaginary ball sacks, push them out of the way, put her penis in her vagina, and ejaculate. Wait a minute, they're saying she got herself her pregnant? math... It's impossible. Because either they'll have a uterus, I mean, they can have a penis and then have a uterus. I've actually seen it before. Hermaphrodite impregnate self gives birth to hermaphrodite twins. Was born with both ovaries and testicles, and who has both male and female sex organs. This lady lady gave birth. This is recent. What? Holy fuck, she really did it. Oh my god, what chromosomes she had, do they carry? She had fucking twins. They're both hermaphrodites. Listen, where did that happen at? Where was that? It was in... Puerto Rico. I don't know. Was that fake news? No. What? I don't need, I've never seen that before. Oh, here it is. Maria Rosenthal. How would she even know... Why would she? This is called the Immaculate Conception of Maria Rosenthal. And they have her face. Immaculate Conception means that she was a virgin when she got pregnant. Right. So in other words, she she got got herself pregnant. Right, that's what they're saying. They have her blood. She could be a... I don't care if she's a fucking hermaphrodite. It has nothing to do with the fact that... I I mean, I... They cut off the nunnery when it happened. They cut off the nunnery. The church then, from the village. The people weren't allowed to go there because the church, the, the, they, everyone thought that she was having the second Jesus. And when it was a girl, the, the church got pissed. It happened in the 1700s. This is real. They have, this is her face. And that's her blood in that vial. It's come, this is, this is legitimately a real story. I want to know what, what chromosomes that is. I don't know. She died when she was 33. Because hermaphrodites are XY, 
ex indominate ex. They said that, oh, the, no, her daughter died at, 20, at 33, and they said it was a sign because Jesus also died around that age. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. Except for he didn't fucking die, he was murdered. Well, sometimes he just got it. He did it by choice. He died for our sins. It's his point. It was his choice. And then he wrote His again. addiction was death. His addiction. <laughs> it was declared. It was declared that she had. Yeah, they looked at her and everything. In the 1800s, though. This is 1742. Oh my god. She she gave birth in eight in the eighth month of her pregnancy. Okay, how did she give birth? I don't know. By C-section? She died when the child was, was born. Well, that makes sense. She Yeah, she died. Where, who the baby raised was the baby? The, the nuns. And then she had a following. The child had a following because they thought she was the second coming of Jesus. There's, there's a whole church to be dedicated to this. That is some fucked up shit. They wanted to stone the baby. How did she die? She died during childbirth. No. Oh, the kid? Yeah. Just, she died at 33, just got sick. She got sick at 33 and died. Someone probably poisoned her. She attracted a loyal following. The Holy Congregation of Maria. Seems the people of the church, the higher ups in the church, were pissed off. They don't know how this happened. They say that this is the only way she could have done this was that she was hermaphrodite, or she got fucked by a priest. They looked at her, but well, most people looked at her and said that she was a virgin. They, I, and I know it's like, oh, it's back in the day, but they, they could well, tell the sex even... of babies back then. Okay, first off, let me just tell you, how the hell could they tell she's a virgin if she died during fucking childbirth? They looked at her while she was pregnant. Oh my God! Do you think the church wouldn't cover it up, Andrew? Jesus Christ! They've been touching little boys for fucking five hundred years. No, they were they were up. pissed. They weren't happy with this. Okay, what church was it? The Catholic Church. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Count Ortolf. If the Catholic if the Catholic Church acknowledged that it, this child really was. Oh, the nuns even got pissed. The like nuns Jesus, didn't want the baby around. Let's say like they literally said, "Okay, then they'd be fucking out of business." She wrote two things in her They'd lifetime. They'd be like, well, gigs up. She wrote something that had to do with the original sin and the con- condemnation of the female. She played with the church for revisions. And they were like, fuck you. I don't know. That's very weird. It says that... The, and that also, around her, maybe she had sex with a, very, a, a man that had a very small schmeckle. It says that around her 33rd birthday, she fell ill. The condition cannot be identified. It was agreed among her followers that her death signified the second death of the Holy Prog- Prog- Progeny? Progeny? Prodigy? No. P-R-O-G-E-N-Y. No. Just as Christ had died around this age, Prodigy? so would she. They praised her living years and strength she had brought to the community, regardless of the nunnery being ostracized by the church. She had inspired ideas of feminism and reclamation of respect. The male-dominated church disputed everything that she offered, yet the congregation of Maria ignored these refusals, and um, and after her death, began to idolize and worship her remains. What kind? Of, what country was this? I don't know. It says the Hohenwart Monastery. Hole and Wart. <laughs> Could you even Come imagine? On. Like the fuck. 
Yeah. They'd be like, this shit ain't gonna work, because the gigs will be completely up. If we acknowledge that the second coming of Christ, or even just the coming of Christ, has happened. Mm. There goes our winter solstice. I mean Christmas. Mm. It was in Germany. That is so bizarre. The nunnery was founded in 1074. East Germany or West? Oh, fuck if I know. Oh, wait. It's in Bavaria. East. It's in Bavaria. It's real. Those fucking East Germans, though, man. They're fucking weird looking. It says... <laughs> oh, whoa. It says the church no longer stands, but a number of items do still exist, kept safe by the monastery long after it had been dissolved and left to the women as an independent independent convent. The last, the lasting remains of Maria Rosenthal were moved from generation to generation until 1905 when they were examined. Within a wooden box were four items of, of significance. The preserved front portion of her skull and face, a vial of her blood held within a glass, and within a gold leaf case, a lock of her hair and fragment of her second treatise. Tre 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 it's the thing she wrote. It says, The blood and skin have been analyzed and found to contain unetic genetic traits. Not, only, not until the mid-50s were those attributed to a, a rare lineage. Both Maria and her mother had been hermaphrodites, able to spontaneously self-impregnate and give birth to children, although the condition would eventually kill them both. Right. It was agreed that right. Maria had been with child when she died at 33. They would have... They would have... Can I put my phone in? Blood, they would have bled to that. That's fucking so weird, the, man. The, the nun that gave birth to her died during childbirth. and they She think, died during childbirth. They think, she, they, she just died. They think she was pregnant when she died. But she didn't give birth. She just died. I'm but gonna talk to my professor. Isn't that no? Shit. That's a real thing, and they have her blood and everything. They analyzed it. You should talk to my father and mother. About no, this don't. Stuff. <sighs> Wait till they ever hear, so I can enjoy. Isn't that crazy God, though? Dad. Isn't that nuts? Jesus was created by hermaphrodite. That's the only thing I could think of. You're like no, because like if that happened, I mean. Okay, first off, probably <laughs> happened. Mary was very young. Very young. What was it, like, <coughs> fucking 14 or something? <coughs> right? Mary was a hermaphrodite. Jesus was also a hermaphrodite. <coughs> <laughs> he died because he was pregnant. <coughs> the cross just happened. That was on accident. The Jews knew, and they were he like, we can't did. have this going out. Hey, Romans, get him. So they just, that whole dying for our sins thing? Yeah, no, the, the, the Jews found out and were like, hey, Romans, this guy's causing up a stir. That was a front. They are like, shit, you right. Let's get him. The Romans were like, well, we bet. No, I don't. Thanks, Jews, for the idea. Ain't nothing but the devil talking. Have you seen that movie where it's uh, it's got Seth Rogen in it? It's called, uh, I think it's called uh, The Night Before Christmas. I saw it. And they go it in the church and he's on, he's on mushrooms and he sees Jesus on the cross and he's wearing a Jewish... Uh, sweater he goes yeah. we didn't do that and he runs oh, out and then later in the later in the night they're at this uh club and there's a football player there they call the prophet the, the prophet and uh he he fucking sticks nails through his hands on accident he goes oh my god it's happening again <laughs> you weren't even through his hands it's a stigmata it was great you know what stigmata is no Stigmata. You look. Google that shit. I, my phone's dying. Stigmata is super cool. It's basically <coughs> where people think that they are like <coughs> marked with the wounds of Jesus. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So well, kind of like when you see Jesus, Jesus in like your, your potato toast. chip. Yep, that too. That's the same thing. Yeah. When we find Darth Vader in your chips. Um. 
pa Pablo P the, the priest. He's a saint now. Pablo, I forget his name, but he had stigmata. True stigmata is not right here. It's right here. Right here. I tell you about when I went to the remember when I went to Samaritan to get this thing popped and the doctor had to look it up on Google when he was sitting next to me. What? That was very classy. Yeah, I had to tell him I was like I have a uh, ganglion cyst here and he goes well I'll decide that and he looked it up on Google. It's like oh look at that there it is. <laughs> you can just literally pop those cysts. Yeah, he told me he was like he was like I'm gonna try to drain it and he kept missing with his needle. And I was Why didn't like, he just try idea. to pop it by hand? And then he was like, That's how you do it. he goes, well, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but go home and slap it with a book. And I said, okay. That is so true, and though. Then he That's stuck how you a do it. giant fucking hand vest on there. And then the nurse came in to do it. She could have figured it out. So they had another nurse come in to try to put it on me. Samaritan is classy. Yeah, what are they? The, what is that, the doctor from Family Guy? <laughs> oh, it feels like more used needles. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> no, he really could. They, they, it took three of them to get this thing on, the, this brace. And then I took it off the second I got in the car and went to work and smashed my hand on a doorway and, and it popped it. Probably, yep. oh, but it always comes back every yeah. couple of months. It's popped now because yeah, I popped it recently. Here. But you this. really do. You you hit it with a book. Yeah, you can see go it go away. down. It's fucking what disgusting. It? What's in it? It's just, it's just fluid. a fluid. Yeah. fluid, yeah. It's just it's a ball. It pops up. Apparently once it, you get it, it'll keep coming back. Forever and ever. Wow. An error. An error. Except error. I got this one that behind my kneecap that's never going away. You can feel it. It's a big old bump. It's called a baker cyst. I had a cyst here, but they took it out surgically. They told me they wouldn't touch my when? baker cyst. Oh, that was when I was like in 12th grade. It was just an overgrowth of cells, apparently. Hmm. It was like a ball inside. On your chin? Oh, it was inside my you... freaking cheekbone. Jesus. You like, have you a see scar it. on your chin. Yeah, that's where it came from. Was they surgically I love took scar. it out. And then there was a keloid, and they had to cut Ooh. that off three times because you know how black yeah. people oh, yeah. get them shits. That's why I never oh got earrings. Oh, my God. Earrings. Why? You know why? That's why I never got earrings because I was always scared I was going to get a ball on the back of my ears, the keloid thing. I love keloids. And it's just the overgrowth of cells, that thing, too, for scarring. It keeps trying to heal itself. Because you're superior. So it came back. They cut it off. It came back again. They cut it off. I think the second time it finally just didn't come back. I was like, they told me I had a so self-conscious of that because it was like a ball sticking out like right here. And I'm in the 12th grade. <laughs> Shit. I'm like, fuck, man. How the fuck <laughs> do I explain this to the chicks? <laughs> Can't. It's not BD. <laughs> when I was in seventh grade, they told me I had a tumor in my knee. And then when they opened it up, they were like, there wasn't a tumor. There was just a lot of fluid it's in there. Not a tumor. And then they were, they told me they couldn't pull the, uh, they couldn't they take my Baker cyst out because there's, uh, nerves wrapped around yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta leave it. So it's just there forever to explode oh, sometimes. Yeah, they, can't. they fuck with that thing. Yeah, sometimes my knee just fills up, fucking hurts, and then it just fluid. Yeah. They can drain it, but it's no point. It drains itself. Right. It's fucking weird when it does it. Yeah. Oh God, these two. These guys, whenever they switch. Who's doing the show? They try to make getting jokes. Lighter. Have y'all noticed that shit? <laughs> Don Lemon has turned white. Seriously, it's all the yeah, time under those lights. Guy. Is Anderson Cooper gay? Yeah, I thought so. What? He's also I think an so. albino. Wait, he's got kids. He's not an albino. Not that that doesn't mean anything, but seriously, I think so. Yeah, Anderson I'm like positive he's gay. Oh, Anderson Cooper is gay. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is too. Oh yeah, I could, I can see it. I didn't know that though. He said it. He said it. He said he was gay. Yeah, he actually said it on one of the shows. What? Something about his significant, his partner or something. 
And they're getting married now, apparently. Yeah. But yeah, he actually, I didn't know. I was like, man, I didn't see Maybe the that's traits why he, out of the traits of the gay guy. Maybe that's why he likes Ben Shapiro so much. Ben Shapiro's straight, but he just he gets a lot of people who like him for some reason. Not even a good looking guy. He's a Jew. But yeah, I think he's getting wider, though. He might be using skin lightning products. <laughs> he's hanging out with the baseball player. CNN, man, I don't know what they're going to do. He's getting paler, too. We are going to Bobby Joe Saturday night. Are we? We have to try to build a greenhouse. It's her 50th birthday coming up on the 25th. Are you going to grow weed? You're going to build a greenhouse? That's going in the barn already. You're going to build a greenhouse? Is it really cool? I, you, do you know I'm not going to? Oh, right. Who are you going to make do it? Um, Wait a minute. We'll, we'll, we'll show a plate with it. Is there really is weed growing? What the fuck? Yeah. Yes. Steve grows it. Huh. I think he used to anyway. Either that or Joyce does. I don't know where they get it from. But Why is Charlie so loud? Her dad died, so we're doing this. I'll build a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, he's like so emotional. Like he looks like he's always like I'm yeah. getting away from. Crying. Why did you say that to me? <laughs> we'll be bringing prime rib. You gonna bring it? Yeah. Whatever Bobby Joe wants me to bring. bring. Get that shit up out. There's probably something else in there too. She would use. I'll cook it here. Bring Cali. it there. Hey, come here. There's probably a bunch of frozen chicken in there too. Prime rib's good enough. Oh. Prime rib. German come potato on. salad. Come on. You should be studying that. Sounds pretty anti Semitic to me. It really is because literally it's full of bacon, so. The Germans knew. They knew what they were doing. Like, throw some bacon in there, the Jews can't eat it. (laughs) We'll bring it to their to their potlucks. (laughs) Little do they know that fucking all the Jews ate the bacon and the pork. I'll tell you what. You wanna make a Jew happy? Cut them up a pork uh they always call it a cutlet. I don't think they have a pork cutlet. What are those weird yeah, Jews man, called not... again? Which ones? The Hasidics or the Orthodox? The Hasidics. There's only one type of good Jew. The one that doesn't go to temple except for on high holidays. Ashkenazi. That's what we are. Someone tried to tell me that there's no types of Jews. Do you remember when They're Rabbi Getz put the, the during um, Passover, put the, he made his own um, Sukkot. Were you living with, yeah, you were there but then. I don't remember. He kept farting in it. Huh? I don't remember. I just remember going to the thing with oh, him. That was just, that, I that felt was a very mitzvah, uncomfortable. Though. Did you? Yeah, because there was some weird old guy. Yeah, I didn't know him. Mom was like, go, go with him an hour north and hang out with him in a hot tub with the shirt off. I was like, this is fucking weird. It's like, thank God he was not a priest. I felt safe. It was, I mean, a big honor for you to be able to do that. You I got don't to understand. I got it, to put but... dishes in a hot tub. No, it's a whole. It was. Oh my god. Well, it was a hot tub. I'm sure, it wasn't. Right, but it really was a hot tub. <laughs> the dipping of the dishes is an honor. Is that really what? It's oh, I didn't dip any. Yeah. The dipping of the. Dishes. I didn't dip any dishes. No, you're not allowed to. I was a dish runner. Yep. He has to. He's the rabbi. I think there was a lot of dishes we missed. Probably. He's like, oh, just go get just them and then bring them back. Golda. Don't tell Golda. She'd be pissed off. Oh my god, do you remember when you guys cleaned the car to be able to go do that? Yeah. For Passover? 
and she would come out there literally they're literally the fucking kids are doing it for free she wanted you guys to do it so that you understood when she found out that my lineage my jewish lineage was on my grandmother's side she was done for on my mom's side she was like literally done for at that point you guys were jewish so you guys loved Purim. it was me and marky yep Marky's well not... marky was the goyam bitch yeah she didn't really care about she was marky. like you're a jew was it? <laughs> Yep. No hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was great, though. She was a pretty interesting person. I like her. We had a crazy next-door late neighbor, though. The one who oh, yeah. won at 3 a.m. Though it was so funny, I will never forget when she came over after the other neighbor next door had Rebecca baptized at church. Oh, and yeah. And fucking Golda went off. She went off. It what was... were they? Seventh-day Adventist or something? Something weird. They were like a like a, a scary version of Catholic. But the ones that smile like, and you feel like they're going to murder they you. They wear dresses, too. Yeah. And the women are subservient. And she was like, Golda came over and I told her, she's like, she just did Purim three days ago. And I'm like, I know. I know, Golda. She's like, and she kept saying, this is what they do. <laughs> over and over and over again. Oh, my gosh. I miss them. I should go see them. I miss them. Eddie, did you go look at that paper? I need to turn it in. 